0: Hello, and welcome to pause Pop, Positively Pop Culture, where we talk about the things we love enthusiastically and without guilt. I'm Carrie Gessner, And I'm KW Taylor. Today, we will be talking about the Apple Plus series, The After Party, and the novel, The Sweetness at the Bottom of the Pie. So I think you told me about The After Party before, but I don't really remember much about it. So yeah, tell me what you like about it. Okay, so yeah, I think
1: we had thought about covering this uh, a little earlier in the in the winter time or something, but I hadn't finished it yet, and I have now finished it. So, and also um, in March, it was confirmed that this was renewed for a season two. So awesome! Yeah, so this show is on Apple Plus, and it's a multi-genre series. <laughs> It's a murder mystery, but it's also a comedy, but every single episode is in a different genre because it covers multiple characters who are all at the same party, and one of them is murdered, and the detectives interviewing them interview each person individually, and their recollection of the events of the evening is recounted in flashbacks that take on a genre appropriate to the personality of the character being interviewed. Okay,
0: interesting.
1: (laughs) So yeah, and you're seeing like everything through their point of view. So, but it is very comedy entrenched, especially based on the actors who are in it. So basically, this is set at a 15 year high school reunion. And every person is trying to find some kind of redemption or second chance or something. And it's all due to one of the class members having become famous after they graduated. He's become a pop star and an actor. Okay. And he's the one who gets murdered at the after party after the reunion at Uh his own home. Okay. So the murder victim is this guy named Xavier, who's played by Dave Franco. (laughs) And he's, he's awful. He's every... (laughs) horrible uh, stereotype about a famous person who's just become, you know, full of ego, very entitled, very weird, Mm -hmm. very eccentric. He's terrible. (laughs) So there's no real like when he shows up dead at the end of the first episode, there's no serious, you know, no love lost even among the people who were there in his house. (laughs) And it's Detective Danner, who is played by Tiffany Haddish, is investigating this murder with her partner, Detective Culp, who's played by John Early, who is a delight and does not get enough screen time in this. (laughs) They're mostly competent. She's very competent. He's sort of like not that helpful, but they're sort of funny together and stuff. But she's interviewing each person um, individually. And her main suspect is this guy, Anique, played by Sam Richardson, who is an escape room designer. And he's kind of our protagonist. We sort of are rooting for him not to be guilty. And he probably couldn't have done it because he wakes up right after Xavier has been murdered to find that he had passed out at this party and people had also <laughs> drawn all over his face with magic marker and <laughs> written things like nerd on his forehead Aww. and stuff. And so he spends <laughs> a lot of the entire series with all this, <laughs> this marker <laughs> all over his face. And you just feel really bad for him. Yeah. Anyway, and he's friends with Jasper, who's played by Ben Schwartz from Parks and Rec and Space Force. And, and he's a sketch comedian. And Anik and Jasper find ways to listen in on everyone else's interview so they can try to also figure out who has done it. Okay. So they're sort of doing their own shadow investigation <laughs> while the detectives are doing theirs. But some of the other characters who are suspects are Zoe who's played by Zoe Chow and Anik has a crush on her, but she is the ex-wife of this guy Brett, who is played by Ike Baronholtz from the Mindy Project. And there's and he's kind of like, Zoe is an art teacher and vice principal at the high school that they went to. She's very sweet. She and Brett have a little daughter who's um, very small, and but they are getting divorced, and it's very acrimonious. Brett is kind of full of a lot of rage about this, and so he's a little bit like, I don't know, he's, he's ramped up to 10 okay. basically throughout this whole thing. And um, Jasper had been in a band with Xavier in high school and is sort of – shown to be trying to get his own music career rebooted with help from Xavier. And there's this other woman named Chelsea who's played by Alana Glazer from, oh gosh, what was the show? Oh, Broad City. Okay. And she seems kind of crazy and, and or drunk the whole time. It's unclear. And she's clearly a little bit unhinged. And so people are sort of giving her a wide berth. Mm hmm. There's also this guy Walt, played by Jamie Demetrio, and he is someone that they went to high school with who no one seems to remember. And he's in every single episode, and he keeps getting ignored, and it's honestly really sad. But these are the basic suspects. There's a few other minor recurring characters, and there's also some random guest spots by Channing Tatum and Will Forte in little cameos. (laughs) But each, each person's episode is, like I said, a different genre. Aneek, for example, it's kind of like a rom com. Zoe's is mostly animation because as the art teacher, she thinks in, Aww. you know, art. And Brett being really aggressive, his is like an action movie. <laughs> Jasper, his is a musical. Um, so it just, it's kind of, Like interesting to see the same events through different lenses and with a different sort of patina of genre laid on top of it with still all having this comedic, you know, overarching thing and watching the mystery unfold. Yeah. We do, in the. I'm not going to say too, too much, but in the final episode of the season, you do find out who the killer was. And it was ultimately, I, I had the same feeling that I did watching Murderville, where I really legitimately, each of the episodes of Murderville, because there's a little murder mystery in each episode, mm-hmm. I legitimately wanted to figure it out <laughs> by the end. And I was very invested in trying to figure out who committed this murder, and I was totally wrong. <laughs> and I was usually wrong with Murderville, too, but with this, I was also wrong. But, you know, seeing the the puzzle pieces put together that Detective Danner is clearly not very respected on her force, but she is much sharper throughout than she's letting on. Okay, she's kind of interviewing everyone and sort of playing a little bit dumb, uh, at certain points, but she actually has been very meticulously noting everything throughout. So, that's the only kind of spoilery thing I'll say. Okay. But it's really – it's delightful and all the actors are fun and, you know, it's – I will say the only thing that would occasionally take me out of this is supposed to be people's 15-year high school reunion. All of these actors are like 45. Like, it's not, <laughs> not that believable. Like, like between 38 and 45, basically. yeah. And they're playing early 30s and I that was a little bit
0: nuts. I feel like you could have easily just made it a 20-year reunion or something.
1: I know. Yeah, I'm not sure why they, I don't know, maybe maybe COVID delayed some of the production. <laughs> and they had to update it. But yeah, so it was just really fun and if you like some of these, you know, hey, it's that guy kind of comedic actors who are at the top of their game right now, I think you'll enjoy this. And it's just, you know, it's very light. It's not heavy at all. Yeah. Honestly though, a couple of the episodes there were moments that were a little bit touching. But I think that was incidental and probably due to just the, the charm of the actors and their chemistry.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> but
1: yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. It's, it was cool. super fun. It wasn't the kind of thing that I was compelled to like binge or anything. Mm-hmm. But and the episodes, they run, the runtime varies wildly. They're between a half an hour and almost an hour. Uh-huh. And it's just all over the place because it's what demands that particular character's story. Which, you know... That's kinda cool, but it's also not you can't rely on it being super short every episode. Right, yeah. So if you're looking for something very short, you know, you may need to check the runtime of that particular episode. But yeah. but yeah, it's really fun. Good to know.
0: Cool. Yeah, that seems yeah. really interesting. I like the that approach. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Yeah. I think season two is gonna follow a different set of characters with a different murder. Okay. With a different premise entirely. So but, you know, I'm excited. I think the the uh, setup is very unique. So
0: Great, yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I'll put that on my list, see if I could check it out. Cool. Okay. Nice. Now, you just read a book
1: that you said was very cute, The Sweetness at the Bottom of the Pie, which I keep calling the wrong thing. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, that's okay. It is a quite um, a long title. Yeah. <laughs> a mouthful. That's what I was looking for. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so this was recommended to me. And it is a mystery by Alan Bradley. It's the first in a series, the Flavia De Luce series, and it is set in 1950. And our intrepid protagonist is 11 year old Flavia De Luce. She's a, an aspiring chemist and has a passion for poison. <laughs> oh. And she lives at this English manor house um, called Buckshaw. And she's got two older sisters, Daphne and Ophelia, who she calls Daffy and Feely, I think. (laughs) And they're not like super big presences in the story. It's mostly Flavia, you know, being 11 and running around town and being a little, little detective. And they live with their father. Their mother died when Flavia was really young, so she doesn't really remember her. And a couple interesting things happen to sort of get the plot rolling. A dead bird is found on the doorstep, and there's a postage stamp, like, attached to its beak. Oh. And Flavia's like, what? That's really weird. And then... She also hears her father and uh, this guy named Dogger who works for them. And he's like an all around the house kind of person. Like he's been the chauffeur and the gardener. I think he's now he's the gardener currently and the valet and stuff. Oh, no, sorry. She hears her father arguing with someone in his office and She, you know, she's 11 and she's very curious and her curiosity is piqued. So the next day she wakes up early for some reason and she goes outside to talk to Dogger, who is the gardener now. And Dogger also sort of overheard the argument. So I think she wants to, you know, check in with him and be like, what do you know about my dad and stuff like that. And she finds a body in the cucumber patch. (laughs) Yeah. And the body takes, or the man, takes his dying breath right in front of her. And he says the word valet, which I listened to this. uh, So I don't know how it's spelled. I don't know if it's just the word valet or like, I think it's the Latin form of the Yeah. So... That was confusing. I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 But yeah, he basically (laughs) dies right in front of her. And she, I think, recognizes him as the guy who was talking to her dad the day before. So she's obviously very intrigued by this. And some things happen. Like her dad gets called in for questioning. So she is very... Motivated to figure out what has happened and whether her dad's involved and whether he did anything bad or not. And also, during the argument, she heard something about a man who was killed 30 years before. So it is sort of a dual mystery where she's trying to figure out what happened 30 years ago when her dad was in high school, basically, and what that has to do with the dead guy. In her family's cucumber patch. And. (laughs) Despite the. Fact that there are dead people in this. It is very cute. It's a cozy mystery. She is. You know there's not a lot of. There's not really any blood or anything. And she's 11. So like. (laughs) It's not going to. It would be very jarring. If there were a bunch of. There was a bunch of gore in this. You know. (laughs) So it's, it's a cozy. And she has a very strong narrative voice. She's just like really into chemistry. She's naming all these elements and concoctions and stuff like that. So at some points you're like, "This is, she seems quite advanced for 11," but uh, <laughs> it's all very like precocious and cute. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's just it was a lot of fun. I I think I want to read the next one. Inst- as opposed mm-hmm. to listen to it, listening to it because mm. the narrator was very good, but mm. like she wasn't eleven, <laughs> you know. Oh, so okay. she just sounded like a little bit too mature, and I think that took me out of the story a little bit. So, okay, yeah, I think I want to read the next one, but it's it's really cute, and I think Flavia is a really strong character. Uh, the writing is really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just it was fun. It was a, it was a nice listen on um, my drive from PA to Ohio and back and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I think you would find it very cute. I've said cute a lot in the past ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but I like
1: I like cute things. That does sound cute mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with calling something cute. So
0: No. Yeah. That's adorable.
1: I may I may give that a shot for sure. Cool.
0: Yeah. I will let you know if I when I read the next one. Yeah, please do. Cool. Well, this was a little bit of a short episode, but I hope you enjoyed it. And next week, we will be talking about the Freeform series Bunheads and the Disney Plus series The Quest and Ms. Marvel. Our theme music is by Joseph McDade. You can find me on Twitter at Carrie Gessner. And me on Twitter at K W Writer, And you can find the show on Twitter at Pause Pop Podcast.
1: You can also email us at PositivelyPopCulture at gmail.com.
0: And you can find our website at PositivelyPopCulture.com. And from there, you can find the link to the merch store.
1: And please rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Thank you for listening. Stay healthy and safe and join us next time for another episode of Pause Pop.